Carl here from Games Brains for Headbanging Live GBHBL.com. And it's my pleasure to be chatting with Anders of, well, the eclectic mix of heavy metal, doom, goth rock, and now horror punk band Bloody Hammers, ahead of the brand new release, Songs of Unspeakable Terror, which, as of the time of recording, is out tomorrow, the 15th of January, via Napalm Records. Anders, thank you so much for taking time to speak with me. How How's your 2021 been so far this year? Well, for me, it's been it's been pretty busy with the uh, the napalm. It's been keeping me pretty busy with, <laughs> with uh, making videos. You know, it's tough to make videos in a pandemic. I mean, everything's mm. kind of on lockdown. So, but you know, we we just do the best we can in our basement. Uh, we got <laughs> we have a little green screen and we just make uh, low budget videos. And I mean, they get the job done. I guess. I mean, <laughs> there are no uh, you know. When I look back at like, God, I saw an old Aerosmith video like from the nineties other day. It was like, I can't remember what song. It's Fly Away from Here. Some one of these songs. And it was just like this massive budget video. I was like, oh, God, yeah. times have changed so much since those days. This massive uh, music videos is like they spent hundreds of thousands, and we're mm-hmm. spending like hundreds. You know, we're not even hundreds. We're just spending nothing. We're just we're just. <laughs> so yeah. You're, um- forced to just use your imagination basically mm-hmm. yeah we just put out a video today uh we did well, this release uh not of this earth and at this t- at the time when we did it it was no there's nobody available you know there's nobody really to help right mm. but we tend to do everything ourselves anyway usually but uh yeah it's uh it's a it's weird times but yeah i've been staying busy pretty much just promoting the record and doing videos and that kind of stuff. Well, yeah. I mean, how have you been coping overall in the in the new world we all live in, basically? I think it's it's just important for me, who's somebody. I'm a little crazy anyway, so it's it's good for me to stay busy, and that's why I started this record anyway. Um, back in when the when everything started happening in March, April, when the when the uh shall we say you know the health problem <laughs> i don't know i don't know if we're gonna try to put this video on youtube or what but i know you can't say certain words without them flagging it as but you know what i'm talking about yeah the, I do. the health problem <laughs> whenever that happened i had just we had just released the summing our last album only six months before the virus happened and um i just i knew i I needed to stay busy just for my own mental health. I needed mm. to write and, and just, you know, keep my head down and, and do something and have some fun. And uh, what got me thinking, you know, I was the when it first came over here, it was hitting New York City really hard. It was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was really, really bad. And we, nobody knew what was going on. We, you know, we didn't know if we were all going to die or what. And mm. so, um but yeah, it, it just it got me thinking. You know, I follow Marky Ramon on, on Instagram and Kimber Failer, you know, some of these people, like some of my old heroes, uh, punk heroes from back in the day. And yeah, I could I could tell like a a genuine uh, you know uh, worry, you know, coming from some of these people, and and, and it just got me. You know, it was sadness, but at the same time, it was. I was thinking about some of my favorite bands from there, and I, I, you know, I lived there in 2000, 2001, and mm. 
I, I, I'm I, I'm not from there, but I lived there long enough to just kind of get a kind of a taste of the city, and mm. and uh, you know anyway, it got me thinking about the Misfits and Ramones. And, yeah, you know, Karen Black was really big back then. The voluptuous horror, Karen Black. I remember some good memories of going to see them live. And don't know if they really ever made it big outside of New York, but they were hot in New York back then. And uh, I just started writing like some horror punk. Just I was, it was just like some seventies kind of punk stuff. Yeah. And uh, I was just inspired. I didn't think that. I didn't care where it was going to go. I didn't care. Maybe it was going to be a side project. I wasn't thinking at the the end game. I was just having fun, try, trying to keep myself occupied writing some songs. And I found that, you know, in the past we've been called gothic rock or, or mm. we've been called um, gothic metal, I'll be called like a doom metal. And and I wasn't, you know, with so much real world doom going on, I didn't feel in the mood to write anything doomy. <laughs> I was, uh, you know, I was much more inspired to do the opposite, this kind of fun, fast, aggressive melodic you know mm-hmm. and punk was that punk was that outlet for me so that's where i started writing and and uh but i, I really thought it was going to be a side project you know w- whenever i did finish it I, but whenever i called napalm and and i just told them you know hey i got this side project and i put it on Bandcamp and just, just whatever yeah uh they stopped me and they said no 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 we think this is we think this is a Bloody Hammers album. We think it's not that different, really that much different. As much as they didn't think it was as different as I thought it was. Okay. So they uh, they released it. They they wanted to release it, and I was like, okay, that's fine. So here we are. It's not a side project. It's a Bloody Hammers album. So yeah, we're happy. Yeah. I think that's going to be um, for those who have followed your career up to this point. While as you say, it's different. But it's still obviously you guys. Yeah, yeah. Like I so, said, as whenever I'm so close to the song, so it's hard. It's sometimes I think that they're they're. Sometimes I think I write something and it's like way out left field, but it's really not that left field. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, that's I don't know. So you you were basically taking advantage of the downtime, really, as best as you possibly could, right? Yeah, just just trying to stay busy because we were. Uh, it's strange. We live in a um, a touristy area hmm. of North Carolina. It's like there's something like hundred waterfalls here. It's just like a really touristy kind of. We live in the mountains of uh, the Blue Ridge Parkway and uh, through the Appalachian. And but uh, anyway, it was so weird because when the lockdown happened. Everybody and their brother came here. Oh, <laughs> like it was like it was it was some sort of reverse psychology on people. Like it's really not that busy here most of the time, but hmm. as soon as the virus happened, it's like everybody decided to put their tablets and their phones down and, and get out of nature. So it oh, was wow. <laughs> we're getting crowded with people, and uh, it was real a lot of like, hectic because people were coming from you know Florida all over New York everywhere. And kind of spreading the, uh, spreading the you know the, the problem down here, and uh, so we just stayed at home. We stayed at home as much as possible, and you know, like if we needed groceries or anything, we just bought, try to buy as much online as we could, and just mm. stay at home. So I just needed to keep it busy, you know, write songs, 
So yeah, it was it was fun. I had a good time, like you know, because we had so much tension, you know, with the we had uh, the protests and the riots and yeah. the, the Trump bullshit. The Trump bullshit was just daily, every day, and I just tried to stay off. The, I just tried to stay off the internet, and I mean, I wanted to stay at least kind of like know if the world's ending, just kind of <laughs> at least kind of in once in a while. <laughs> But uh, yeah. for the most part, it's, it's just toxic. You know, it's toxic to stay out and to read too much of that stuff. So I just try to stay busy and write songs and well, you do what I have can. To, you kind of have to create your own filters, right, when you're online now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It really is. And, and everybody's in their own little information bubble. It's like, you know, depending on who you follow is where you get your news from. And, you know, you get these hot takes from people and people get mad or people get you know it's 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 a strange time uh, uh you know you can it, it you can be swayed one way or the other depending on who you're uh, following you know what i mean mm -hmm. yeah no i completely understand you're talking to a man in the uk who's had to listen to brexit for four years oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> we've got our own problems <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's crazy, man. It's a crazy time. But uh, I definitely feel like it's, uh, it's definitely toxic, man. If you get really wrapped up in that stuff, some people just, you know, they just, they have to have a take on every little thing that's happening. Every, anything that's trending, they got to get out there and, you know, be the first one to have a take on it. And it's just, man, that's just, got, I, I just don't have the, I don't have the, the I don't have the brain power for that. I, I would break down. I would be <laughs> I would be in the loony bin I'm, if I tried. I'm glad you that. know your own limits there, and I think that's super super important. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, so yeah, I think this is. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go on. If you had something to say, go for it. No, I was I was just. I mean, if you listen to the album, you probably pick up on like sort of anthemic kind of uh more fun happy mm -hmm. you know even though the lyrics and stuff are, are dark it's you know it's against the backdrop of fun anthemic old school punk you know and i i really just it was organic it was you know it was a real it's just what i was feeling so that's i don't know and, and <laughs> I, I really don't think that i think that i don't think it's possible if, if there's some artist out there who wants to try to write songs about 2020, I just think it's impossible to capture truly 2020. Like it's, it was such a terrible time, yeah. terrible year that is, you know, so I didn't want to touch that. I didn't want to touch on any social issues. I just wanted to, I, I was going for escapism. I was going for escapism for myself yeah. and I was hoping, would be escapism for someone else like anybody else who wants to escape the, the torrent of hell that was going on in the news just uh i was really i really 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 was pushing napalm for it to be a halloween release oh. and i was disappointed yeah it was i was really disappointed that it wasn't it but they couldn't get vine on everything press and i was even just telling them just just put it out digital. I don't care. Whatever. I just want people to have something, you know, because it sucks so bad. But they couldn't do it. So anyway, here we are. And better late than never, I guess. Yeah. How are you feeling about the fact that we're hours away from the release? Are you just excited or are you kind of 
at that point where now we're going to be glad to see the back of the album and able to move on. Yeah, it would probably it's probably offensive to women who actually have gone through labor and birth, but that's what it feels <laughs> to me. Like I, because <laughs> yeah, I've had the thing finished for so long. It's I finished it in like uh, you know, God, I guess August, September, and yeah, like early, early September I got the master back. Oh, wow. So it's just. Waiting, 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 waiting. And there's moments of joy and there's moments of torment. And <laughs> you go through these things, you just want it out. Like, I guess a woman would want a baby out. Yeah. Just get it. But I'm not in pain and I don't need an epidural. But, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's nice. It drops tonight at midnight on all the streaming sites. And I'm just going to feel so good when it's done. It's gone. I'm glad. So obviously, you know, we were talked about it, horror punk album. This interest in horror then, how much of that is in your core? Where does that love stem from? The, what, I'm sorry, I I, I got the police, or you have the police, somebody has the police. I think it's me. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You put the question one more time. Before Being a horror punk jail, album, the interest in yeah. the horror aspect of things, where does that love or interest come from? And how much of it is in your core? Oh, yeah. I th- uh, my horror influence, you mean in my music, where does that come from, right? Yeah. And, and particularly this album of horror punk, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I would say, um, well just fascination of horror movies i mean you know when i was just like five or whatever i remember this show used to come on it was like uh elvira it was like a kind of a local like a kind of a shitty elvira like a local horror host guy that would come on it was called shock theater and he would play all the hammer horror movies and and i would hide and be like ah i was like five (laughs) years old or something And, and just just the sound of the it was just i don't it's crazy when i watch the movies now i'm like how was this terrifying to me back then but i was five i didn't know but mm. um yeah that stuff you know he would play like hammer horror he'd play like uh paul Nashi stuff the spanish stuff and just, just weird movies gothic horror stuff i mean i, I was first scared of it but i, I was fantasized by it and then, and then <clears throat> i remember uh alice cooper I used to love the Muppet Show when I was like five, six years old, or mm. and I remember Alice Cooper did an appearance on the Muppet Show. <laughs> I remember that, yeah. <laughs> uh, and you know, living in a, living in the South, Alice Cooper was like a Satanist, you know, to our churches <laughs> and our, you know, and our my mom and everybody. Like he was like a he's like a junkie Satanist guy. He was like, uh, you know, it's something I, it's forbidden to listen to Alice Cooper. So, but I remember, you know. I was just watching the Muppet Show by myself, and and um, Kermit the Frog comes on and says, "We have the most horrifying performer of all time tonight. It's Alice Cooper." And the curtains open. It's Alice, and he's in this like hammer horror, like gothic set. And he comes out of the he comes out of the the coffin. And he does "Welcome to My Nightmare," and I was thinking, I was about five or six years old, and I just thought, "Man, this is I, this is what I want to do." Yeah. <laughs> At some point. <laughs> and uh but yeah but later i found you know like metallica they used to wear um 
they used to wear misfit stuff all the time mm. and living in the south i didn't like cliff burton had a misfits tattoo and hetfield was wearing misfits t-shirts like the master of puppets or whatever and then they did the cover of last caress on their garage days record and i was like i gotta find misfits and that's what like pre-internet very hard to find misfits and the south in, in north carolina so uh it took me a while but you know when i was i got older and could drive you know whatever but i would go around to some of the college record stores and i finally found a copy of uh, walk among us the misfits album and yeah just fell in love you know just fell in love with misfits and then you know i found plasmatics i found dead boys i found ramones and all that stuff so but i always love the misfits uh the horror side you know like i you know i like i, I love dead kennedys i love a lot of the punk stuff that's political mm. but also uh like like the sex pistols like i love sex pistols but being an american it seemed like a lot of, it was really political and I, and i didn't really understand like british politics so I, but i knew they were good songs so i i didn't care you know what they what they were singing about you know yeah. it was just good and uh so yeah that's that's where it comes from but i really like the misfits because they were you know not political and just schlocky and fun and i don't know it was just uh something drew me to that and i've always been into horror rock whether you know, like rocky erickson or just alice cooper obviously mm. and, you know so 45 grave like death rock stuff i love that just any i don't know it's always been drawn to the horror side of the cramps you know like stuff like that yeah and uh, yeah just i don't know i just like that like I, it was, it sucked in the in the '90s when everybody kind of uh, went. Everybody kind of looked like they were working in a gas station. It was really, <laughs> you know, the, the image, you know, the fun image stuff went away, and it was uncool to to do that. Yeah. Which Manson sort of brought that back a little bit, I guess. But uh, yeah, for a while there, it was just really uncool to have an image or like do, you know, like they did. You know the, the cool stuff, but I don't know. I was, uh, the, you know, like Dio was fighting dragons on stage. Mm -hmm. You know, what I mean, how how badass is that? Like, you can't really. I mean, Eddie Vedder's boring his flannel T-shirt. I mean, Dio's fighting dragons. Come on, you know. <laughs> it's a great comparative. <laughs> so has that your early interest in horror continued to now to your modern time? Do you? watch a lot of horror movies do we love horror fiction or are you still kind of rooted in the early days of like hammer and stuff like that oh yeah yeah i still check out new stuff it's just not as fun as old stuff oh fair enough uh, for the most part you know there's there's some gems here and there but i it's there's something about the old days maybe it's just because i'm just nostalgic about it and and i recognize a lot of stuff i like is terrible but it's something it's shot on film it mm. looks amazing you know it's just i don't know there's something cool about the older stuff but style. That I like yeah style is just <clears throat> this like the sleaziness of some of it and the classiness <laughs> of some of it it just kind of runs the game it's all over the place and it's like there's no you know i don't know it, it, it's just I, it's probably just because I'm old and nostalgic, 
but yeah, that's I like the older stuff. But I do find new stuff I like a lot. Okay, cool. Sometimes. So you kind of talk about the album as if it's um, uh, well, as you said, you described it as a side project originally before it became a Bloody Hammers album. So is this kind of like a one-off situation and? Uh, whatever you're planning for the future will be more in keeping what you've done in the past, or do you feel you'll be able to adapt and combine everything that bloody hammers is going forward? Yeah, probably. I don't, I don't know though. Like I don't plan. Like I mm. said, I don't, I don't, I don't, I just go wherever the inspiration takes me. You know, um, I've been doing this particular project, bloody hammers for a decade and it's yeah. still kind of just, um, Nobody knows who the hell we are. <laughs> it takes forever to break the band now. Like uh, when when I when I was like a teenager, when they when MTV was big and like Headbangers Ball and all that stuff, they they could play a video from a from a band a couple weeks, and then that band was packing clubs. Uh, you know, the next month, and you you think break bands really fast, but now it just takes forever to break mm. a band. You know, people. There's so much competition with the internet and, you know, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying, you know, it, it just takes a long time. So for people to find you, there's still yeah. people today, just today, like uh, when you release this video, people are saying, oh, it's the first time I heard this band. So, uh, yeah. What was the original question? I think I got off track. No, it's it's fine. Uh, I was going to add to the fact that um, for all we know, um, your next, whatever you do next in Bloody Hammers, it could be a power metal album if that's where your inspiration takes you. Absolutely. Definitely power metal. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I love power metal. Like, I don't, I'm just, I'm a music fan. You know, I never, when I was a, when I was a kid, it was, seemed to be more separation of identity of what you were. Like, mm. it was like the, the metal kids and the goth kids and punk kids and the, you know, the, I don't know if it's like that anymore. Like now I don't have kids, so I'm not sure. But back when I was a teenager, people kind of, their identity was wrapped up in their music. And now it just seems like people are a little more genre fluid. And, but I was always like that. I never felt like I commit, I could commit to one genre. I like just mm. liked everything. I didn't care. I like, I loved Halloween. I loved whatever, like you know, like Alice. What I loved all kinds of punk and metal and goth and just all that stuff. But um, yeah, I, I just I was never really a scene kid. I've, I've always been a little bit of an introvert and not really into social groups like that. So. I just like to explore it all. I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> Wherever your imagination takes you. Yeah. So, how have you found the reaction to the album so far? And is it something you kind of bother with? Like, do you find yourself trawling comments, reading stuff online if you get the time and stuff like that? I really don't care. I, it's, mm. I really honestly, I hope, I mean, I do hope that people like it. And I, I do. I do. I honestly do. But when I'm when I'm writing the stuff, I'm just doing it for me. You know, yeah. I, I'm doing it. I'm trying to do something I like, and because I feel like if you try to sit down and write songs that a bunch of people like, if you try to please, you can't please. You, it's just possible. It's an yeah. impossible task. So it's best just to go with your inspiration and do what you want to do, and then hope people follow. And and we're not the kind of band who's livelihood is depending on it like 
like say ACDC or some band like massive mm. corporate band. Like, I mean, I love ACDC. I'm not ragging on ACDC. I'm just saying, you know, it's going to sound, you know what it's going to sound like from album to album. So, you know, if I do something crazy, if I go off in some other genre for a minute, it's not going to kill me, you know, from a financial standpoint, because there is no financial standpoint. <laughs> it's, it's just uh, something I do, uh, you know, to get whatever, you know, it's just, it's just something I have to do. It's just yeah. something that calls to me. So, uh, there's no, there's no risk. I'm not, you know, there's no, my, there's no manager. I don't have a manager. There's no manager like going, Oh, you gotta stay the course and do this and that. Mm. Um, you know, I, I, and I grew up with, I grew up with Alice. I grew up with, I remember, I remember buying the game by queen a long time ago. And like, the first song was like the the game was like this kind of ballad song. The second song was like another one bites at dust. Which the first time I heard that on the radio, I thought it was Earth, Wind, and Fire or some like <laughs> some some black band uh, or what like Commodores or something. I don't I didn't I thought it was I didn't know it was Queen. And then the mm. next song was Crazy Called Love, which is like a Stray Cats like rockabilly. So I love that surprise, that versatility, and Bowie did it. And that's just, I don't know. There's some bands you know exactly what's going to happen when you get the record, and then other, I, I, I tend to like the bands that throw curves and, you know, do weird things. And uh, Alice was definitely like, if you if you go through Alice's catalog, 70s, I think it's just, he, he went through some, like, he went through yeah. his new wave phase. He went through his, his try to be punk phase. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like show tunes, and you know, it's just weird. It just—I love the weirdness of that. There are very few bands that can stick to, as you say, one particular type and make a successful career. I guess the likes of Slayer and stuff are the only ones that really come to mind. What the stay? The I mean, like Motorhead. You know what's going to mm. happen when you listen to Motorhead. Dio didn't go too far from. I True. mean, there's there's a lot. Of, there's a. Lot, I think that. Uh, there's a lot of bands that kind of stick with what they do, and don't. But I, I always love it when bands go and do something different, like some weird track. But that's just me. But I, yeah. I, I love all these bands anyway. I mean, Black Sabbath. They, they, you know, Black Sabbath did some weird stuff later on in their career. Oh yeah, especially <laughs> like, different vocalists. I, yeah, some of that stuff, like. Like that's all right for the Bill Ward saying sound like John Lennon song. He was like, "That's odd for Sabbath," <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. So I don't know that I'm that extreme, but I do like to go. I do like to experiment and do different things. You know, that's cool. That's cool. And I mean, this is hard to answer really because obviously the state of the world. But is is there hope or interest that you'll be able to? play these songs in a live environment at some point in the future man i hope so i, I tell cool. i talked to my booking agent who's actually based in the uk actually and he was saying that um like a month ago or, or something he was trying to say you know see if we could do something in late 2021 mm. but now since the second lockdown there i think you're in a lockdown now oh yeah we something. are yeah, they, now it's like mid twenty two. You know, like it's going to be weird because there's there's going to be every band in the planet going to want to go out when everything's open. Everything opens up, 
but there's less venues to play because a lot of venues are closed and mm. it's just going to be a it's going to be a mess so i don't know we're just playing it by ear and see see what can happen you know they're saying it wait and see what will happen yeah so finally last question for you then a nice easy one to put you on the spot with what is your favorite horror movie <laughs> i would have to say an american werewolf in london oh uh, i did not expect oh hello you there losing? briefly we cut out oh, okay yeah american werewolf in london that's like the the first movie that i, was, that I just loved it mm. just had that balance of comedy and and horror and and just the special effects were awesome for its day and uh, i would go would go with that one ah amazing choice coincidentally british as well yeah and there's uh, it's a, thank, you like that one you like it oh i love it absolutely it's yeah. uh funny enough i didn't see it until like a 10 years ago and uh i oh. thought oh it might be out of date kind of like dated but no it's a movie that holds up and uh it does. i adore yeah yeah I less said about the sequel though I know, yeah, the, the sequel's terrible, and, <laughs> and they're, supposed to, they're supposed to, the people who make The Walking Dead are supposed to be doing a remake of it, and I'm just thinking, ah, I don't think you can, you just can't capture that perfect, it's a perfect movie, and it's, I, I don't know, I, I, yeah. I'm not one of those people who, sh I, don't, I don't shit on remakes, but I, I do think that that's not, it's not possible to create that, it's just perfect, everything's perfect. 100% agree. Anders, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. And congratulations with your website. Thank you. Thank you. Best of luck with the release. I'm sure it's going to go brilliantly. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. And hopefully we'll talk again. Thank you very much for watching. You can check us out on gbhbell.com as well as on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr. Go to Patreon to help us out over there. That's patreon.com forward slash GBHBL as well as Big Cartel where you can find some of our merchandise. We have a podcast running on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And of course, if you like this video, do us a favor, hit the subscribe button and help the channel grow. Games, horror and heavy metal. What else is life for?